Edwin Salmon. Uh, Keen McGargill can't be here today. Uh, unfortunately, he has a wife and son, or so he claims. He says he's moved to Kilkenny, uh, probably for some sort of tax reasons or something. You know, he, he he's a big uh, fan of Al Capone, and he's modelled his life, or as much as he can, off of Al Capone through the years. Uh, tax avoidion, and uh, who knows why he's in Kilkenny. He's laying low in Kilkenny. So he's not here, but I'm still here. And uh, with me in the studio, I have a special guest. Uh, it's Mr. Giles Brody. Hey, Ed. How are you doing? Giles, uh, pleasure to have you here. Nice to be here. And a uh, big, uh, big uh, uh, audio wave. Yeah. Sending it to, to Keen. He's down there. That's the hand going back and forth yeah. across the microphone. He's in the Belize of Ireland, the tax haven known as Kilkenny. Uh, where are you doing, Keen? We're like Al Capone before him. He's drinking Alcapops. Yes. And having a great old time. On uh, the Alka mobile phone. He's off his tits on fat frogs. Um, so, uh, Giles, you, I believe you have a, a novel. That yeah, you've novella. You're now, yeah. You're now a, or a novella, so yeah. a small one. Gilding the Lily. I've been in comedy for a while, yeah. and I thought, I've conquered everything. Yeah. What next? What I'm going to write a well, novel sorry, about my childhood. And hello, hello, hello. Oh, oh my God. Theo. Hey, my goodness. Boys. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, it's uh, uh, on Taoiseach. Taoiseach. Uh, listen, L- I, Leo Varadkar. I, I, I wouldn't like to, uh, I wouldn't like to I- I impose on your, on your radio. Well, we're just talking about my book, Gilding the Lily. Gilding I was just Lily, about to it? talk about this memoir I've been writing. For, T- so it's actually not a good time. Uh, well, uh, listen, yeah. I'm, I'm just popping it. Have uh, has got any skins? Just look for a few. Um, just three. Just I three have, skins. I have a few. Three. 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 Just three. Odd, an odd yeah. number. Uh, well, Do you have three friends who want to roll it? That's exactly three it. I've got three buddies outside could, waiting now could, just for for three little tiny cigarettes. Could, there, there on Taoiseach, go. a few years ago, I was behind you in the queue at a shop and you're getting a pack of camel lights and you're also getting some king-size skins. Yeah, uh, because that? I don't trust the cigarette companies to roll uh, the cigarettes right. So what I do is I get a lot of... Uh, I get a packet of, of Camel Lights. I'll dump out all the tobacco. I'll roll. I'll re-roll it, and then I'll just put in a little bit of weed. And, ah, uh, okay. that, weed. Uh, all right. So yeah, three skins there. Three be great. Skins, yeah. yeah. And have any tobacco? I need. To, I hate to be a scab. Yeah, there's tobacco in the box yeah. there as well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Let me do that. Oh, have, you, have you any um, any weed? Um, this is. Yeah, I think this I have is a not, little bit of look, weed. Look, Gilding here. the Lily is a pastoral memoir. I don't want to discuss. Weed yeah, and well, things like that. Yeah, and if you just want to, or you're sticking the the, the papers together. Yeah. The, the well, together. I think I think it's yeah. I'm a bit, uh, uh, listen, I uh, I was trying to pull the wool over your eyes. Uh, I'm looking for a joint. I got no stuff myself. Okay, you're fresh out. Okay, um, so. Thanks very much. There you go. Uh, it's a grinder and everything. This is great. Um, <laughs> now we don't uh, actually. Well, Ooh. there's a question. Uh, is uh, that um, medicinal marijuana? What's what's that strain there? Is that relocated priest? No, I think that's Danny DeVito Kush. Oh, yeah. yeah. It does smell small. I like it's, that. Yeah, yeah. It, it really has that whiff of uh, mid-90s uh, DeVito. 
Matilda. So yeah, uh, Matilda actually that era. was a that was, I loved that book as mm. a boy and it was a big influence on on, on my gil- gil- gilding, gilding the lily. Gilding the lily. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's a book about you know, speaking of a, me though. There's a field at the back of my house and you know sometimes I was late for school you run through the field to get to to get to school. Yeah. And that's think, where the story it's like an emotional journey for me mm, running mm. through the field and I'm summing up my childhood. Oh, in different chapters, I think books are dead, through. though. To be honest, like guys, um, nobody's reading books anymore. Like that's so rude. It's all podcasts and TV shows. Uh, what yeah. you should have. What about should... audio books? Because Gilding what the about... Lily is going to be on an audio book read by uh, Kyle McLaren. Ooh, couldn't get McLaughlin now. No, Kyle oh. McLaren. Yeah, who's Kyle McLaren? He's the heir to the McLaren tire fortune. And he's looking to get into wow. thing. Oh yeah, yeah, he's a rubber baron, is he? He is, yeah, yeah. And uh, he's got deep pockets, so they've been, they've, they've been like the 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 Demichis, the, 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 the Medici, Yeah, it's the like Medici's. them. They've been sponsored. Lorenzo and the Benzos. That's right. Yeah, uh, I've actually have altered all of my trousers so I could have deep pockets. Um, so I've actually got two layers of pockets in my pants. So when I'm going past a homeless person. And they say, any change. I go into the pocket where I've got very, very small amounts of change. I'm talking coppers. I'm talking old 10p's. Um, I keep my real money in the lower pocket. They don't know. And it's actually a fucking great way to just trick those homeless boys. So do you get asked for change from homeless people a lot? Well, I mean, to be honest, I don't really walk. Uh, when I'm walking the streets, it's usually like fucking half four in the morning. I've just got out of Dicey's. Uh, you know, yeah. I'm still fucking. My head is a bit four feet away from my body. You know kebab what I mean. In one hand, got the kebab in one hand. You're on the Taoiseach Segway. I'm on my little Taoiseach Segway. Uh, I got the with two the, security the, boys running up alongside me with the alarm going on at the siren, going Taoiseach, Taoiseach, yeah. Taoiseach. I'm like saying to the lads, "It's like, do you reckon Zaytoun's open?" They're like, "Come on, we get you home, you lula." And then you're shooting at Rickshaw because the last time I saw who's you, Rickshaw? What's there? your beef with them? He's a DJ on Dublin City FM. Oh, I hate, great. I hate and DJs. I have a problem with a DJ at the moment. What's your What's your DJ policy going forward? Um, what's my? Well, I plan to replace them all with VJs. I like this with female DJs. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just wait. Hang on. What's a VJ? A VJ is a female DJ. I'm pretty sure. What does isn't a it? V stand for? A vagina, obviously. Okay. A vagina disc jockey. Vagina jockey. Yeah. I don't know if you're correct there. I mean, I'm having DJ problems myself. DJ Carey, the former uh, Kilkenny hurler. Yeah, me too. He keeps ringing me up, and he keeps ringing me up. Too. I can like I'm listening. He doesn't say anything, but I'm like I can hear you. I can hear you. You're soloing a ball there. Yeah. I mm. can hear it on. I can hear the slip. I can hear your mother-in-law calling to you. DJ Carey. DJ Carey, get out! Get off that phone! That's the giveaway there. And and then he just uh, he just like pulls up outside my house. And just stays there for a few minutes. And I, I go up to the door. And the minute I open the door, he drives off. And I'm like, I just can't. DJ Carey is... I, I, I didn't do anything to Neither him. Neither did I. I've been having a problem with him also. Where uh, he, I'll, I'll think I'm asleep in bed on my own. Yeah. And then I'll turn and he'll be under the duvet with me. What? Yeah. yeah. It's because it's ever since he changed his name to DJ Scary. Yeah. Oh. He's been trying to He's market himself sp- as a scary man. <laughs> Spooky yeah. boy, this guy, isn't yeah. he? He's trying to self-fund his own uh, remake of Nightmare on Elm Street, where he plays Freddy Krueger. Yeah, but it's but, loads of hurls. But hurls he's, got a, load of, he's yeah. got a load of sharpened hurls, tiny sharpened hurls yeah. at the end of his of his hands. Well, one hand. Because he's, he's got that stripy jump, that's like the Kilkenny jersey. Yeah, yeah. The bumblebees. It's like, oh, DJ's scary. 
But the twist is that he attacks kids while they're awake. Yeah. Not while they're asleep. That's ah. what separates him from other child yeah. killers. Child killers, yeah. He, Very he good. Does he, he doesn't sneak up on sleeping kids like a weirdo, like a horrible person. He's, he gives you a fair a fair shake of the wig. Yeah. Oh, wait, so is that the phone call coming in from the, oh the, the no. reviewable... Oh, did it, Maybe this is DJ. The red, phone, the red phone is blinking. It could be it could be Commissioner Gordon, but let me just see. Hello? Hello, Ed. Who's this? This is Commissioner Gordon. We've oh. got a real... The bat signal's down. I need you to come and fix it. I thought so. Look, look. as I told you before, I can't get those bulbs. They're very... They're like, you know, the bulbs you have in an oven. They're in hardware electrical, I'm sure. I've tried those, and they said to me, have you tried uh, uh, Woody's? And I says, I can't go back there. And they said, why? Said, That's a whole other story. So I told them that story. The city of Gotham is counting on you. Look, can you not just... Can you... Does he not have a phone? Just ring Batman. I mean, he's... He, has he surely... Oh, wait. Sorry. Call waiting. Call this is DJ Scary. Oh. Ooh. DJ, would you fuck off? Ooh. Leave me alone. Well, answer me a little question first. Okay. okay. Well. What has two legs, two hands, and is coming to scare you? Uh, a big DJ dog? Scary. Oh. Why didn't I realise it was you that was the answer to that question? Hang up the phone or else he'll lick you through the phone. Okay. Hello? Commissioner Gordon here again. Oh. Uh, so the DJ Scary told me that you're going to... Uh, you, it's you who's Batman's latest foe? No, I'm not. I'm Why would DJ Scary lie to me? Because he's a scary man. He's not a man to be trusted, to be honest. Is that, is that the Taoiseach? How are you doing, Leo Vracker? This is Commissioner Gordon. Commissioner, I just want to applaud you on how well you run your city. Um, I visited Gotham City recently. I have to say the crime is at an all-time low. The people seem happy. Uh, and I know the idea of a vigilante man dressed up as a bat might seem outlandish to the rest of us here in, in Little Ireland, but uh, I think it's really working out, and it's definitely something I would definitely like to bring back to the people of Dublin. Would you do it? Um, I, I, do you know what? I might, do, just to, I'd be more of an inspiration. Okay, oh, oh, what, have, what I have guess I, you're yeah. the new vigilante of Gotham City. Be, to be honest, I was, I was just placating him. I, I didn't really think... Uh, well, God, Gotham's got a terrible crime problem. Because I was thinking, is there a, is there I, I, listen, why are, you, why are you telling him it doesn't? I like to lie to people. Um, L- lie, lie over anchor. Were you That's unfair. were you in Gotham or were you just in the superhero section of the Wax Museum looking around, going very little crime? Um, well, I did visit the Wax Museum there when I was there, and I did notice a lack of crime. Uh, There's a little bit of littering from a small boy. Oh. who just finished a lollipop. But, I mean, uh, I pass that off as boys will be boys. Uh, and, indeed, girls will be girls. Um, if I saw a girl uh, doing the same amount of littering, I would treat her with just the level, same level of disinterest, you know? But weren't you trying to get the wax museum shut down for false advertising? So you said you wanted to see somewhere famous wax yeah, from history, people's heads. History of wax. Well, and that's what I, I, I assumed, that it was a sort of a museum of wax throughout the years. Yeah. from uh, the, the days Wax throughout of, the years? The days of the, 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 the bog bodies of Calvin uh, and you'd be able to take a, a Yankee sized candle amount of wax out of their heads right up to the modern day Kate Uptons who would produce a, a very small candle that you'd make a prayer in a church with beautiful are you going to start this This, this uh, to be honest I'm going to wait for the hot weather to boil, to, to boil, simmer down a bit because um, it's just you can't Boiling. be dealing with wax in this heat you know yes, I, true, I went yeah. to see um, 
I went to the Dublin Wax Museum there. I go every every day. And uh, I saw the, the Wax Museum of Liam Neeson in uh, Star Wars Episode One, yeah. And he looked like Frankie Valli. Oh, my God. It was sad to see. And there's nothing they can do. The, 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 his beard hair had all uh, sort of dripped down and formed on his chest, oh. like a, a, la, a la Tom, Tom um, that Welshman who sings in Las Vegas. Tom Jones. That's the voice. Oh, I thought you were going to say Allah. They're just going to, uh, a la Tom Jones, the... Uh, oh, a la the... The Muslim, the Muslim uh, god. Yes, yeah, no, crooner. I, I wouldn't touch that with a fucking barge pole, Charles. No. Why not? Uh, they're just very sensitive. They're very sensitive. The barge poles. But um, I, I was recently in the States. Um, had a great yes. bloody time of it. Yes. Um, actually, I was hanging out in Hollywood, USA, uh, with uh, sort of formed a bit of a, a, bit of a troupe. Um, I was hanging out with um, sort of the brothers of uh, more famous actors. Oh, right. Uh, I don't know if you, you remember uh, Toby Maguire and yeah. uh, and the boys used to have the Pussy Posse. That's right, yeah. Le- Leo, Leo, a different Leo, uh, Leo DiCaprio. And um, who else was in it? There was... Uh, Lucas Haas. Lucas Haas. David Blaine. All the, all the, all the yeah. legends. Uh, so I was hanging out with uh, the Fanny Pack, um, which consisted of Clint Howard, uh, Ron, Ron brother, Howard's yeah. brother. Yeah. Uh, Although, if you write his name in caps, it looks like Clint Howard. Very true. Um, Joey Travolta. He was in Beverly Hills Cop 3. Uh, Joe Estevez was there. That's he was, he mm. was doing shots. He's a lula. Uh, John Belushi, probably the most famous out of all of us. He's a bit cocky, though. Did you? How did you find him? Because a lot of people think he's uh, a little bit too of too much of a, a, a guy's guy. You well, know. you know, I'm a man's man uh, myself, and uh, I have to say some of his antics at the start seemed a bit um, uh, unfair. To uh, he was he yeah was he, spit, he, he orders and, yeah he orders yeah, by yeah. like breaking a pool cue on someone's head. Yep. Yeah, uh, he spits at the he spits at the back of a, wa- a waitress's head. Just to get her attention. And like, I mean, she turns it, around, she's like, and and that's the nicest thing he does. Yeah, as well. in the eighties, in the eighties, that would have been like every waitress's dream. But um, now times, times have changed. Times have changed. People yeah. are just not up for that kind of crack anymore. Um, who else? J- uh, Franco's brother, what's his name? Dave Franco got a bit too big for his boots. Left yeah. left early. It was clear he wasn't into the session at all. And he, he was he'd merely fairly, there. He'd be fairly fairly well known. Yeah, he's married to Alison Brie. I'd much rather be spending my evening hanging out with Alison Brie, no offence, than with you and John Travolta's brother well, and Martin Sheen's uh, brother. Uh, I, I know you said no offence, but I'm actually going to take a bit of offence that. Okay, you, all right. You sorry, can't let just, me let me fr- let can't me re- just say no offence. Okay, and then let say me you're rephrase that. If I was Dave Franco, I would so much rather be at home with my wife Alison Brie than spending any time with you pack of pricks. Yeah, and uh, so that's it. Uh, well, what, I, what, would, I would, I would, I would, I would rather, uh, frankly, Giles, uh, I would rather be hanging out with a sculpture <laughs> made out of brie than to be talking to your fucking face. Hey, uh, you're not hey, talking to come my on. face. You're not making any eye contact with me at all. Yeah. Come on, Leo. Yeah, you <laughs> refuse. Just, you're, just, uh, you're just staring at Christopher the... Coppola was there as well. You're, you're... Chris? Christopher, Christopher Coppola, Coppola is Nicholas oh. Cage's brother. Um, I suppose you're going to ask the obvious one. What about the Baldwins? They've been banned. Yeah, Daniel and Stephen Baldwin. A blanket uh, Baldwin ban. There's been a blanket Baldwin ban on the pus on the um, what about on, the fanny, on the fanny pack um, yeah. since the late '90s, uh, where they the, the Baldwins got together and unionized and tried to push the rest of us out. Yeah, and uh, tried to rename it as the Baldwin Brigade, and yeah. we're like Clint Howard was furious. Uh, they wanted them to change the name to Clint Baldwin. Yeah, I mean, it's ridiculous. I yeah. mean, this is Ron Howard's brother we're talking about here. But his nickname, the they would have been name. the Bald Baldwin. Yeah. That's true, yeah. Baldy Baldwin, that's why he didn't want to uh, Steven. Stephen is the religious one. To be honest, out of the, all the Baldwins, Billy's the soundest. I was going to say, Billy, yeah. uh, 
or is I uh, Billy Backdraft Baldwin? Billy Drag Billy Back Billy Backdraft Baldwin. Billy Backdraft Baldwin picked a pair of peppers. Yeah. He isn't Billy Backdraft Baldwin a big Burt Bacharach fan? Billy Backdraft Baldwin uh, is a big Burt Bacharach. Boy, Burt Bacharach's uh, bombastic tunes. Yeah. And uh, he's he's the soundest out of all of them. I think because he had a little bit of success, mm -hmm. but then none at all. Yes, that's how you create a humble man. Yeah, yeah. It's not like Alec Baldwin. I think is probably he the, the most famous out of all of them. Hmm. Uh, is ar he? arguably? Uh. But I know the, the, if you look back at Charles some, is not convinced. If you look back at some Alec Baldwin uh, movies, there are some shots from behind where it's Stephen. Uh, or Billy, yeah, because Alec did, just didn't show up that day. Yeah, Stephen and uh, Stephen would show us um, show reels of all the films he's been in as his brother's back, and to be honest, it got tedious. Yeah, yeah, uh, you'd be watching a scene from The Departed or something. Uh, Alec Baldwin would turn around and there'd be a shot of one of the other boys, and I'd go, "Oh, there I am, there I am, there. That's me. That's my back." But like, there's no way of telling. Yeah, because you'd be watching the scene and the, the you know Billy Baldwin's blasting Burt Bacharach mm. and uh, at the back of his, his back. back. Yeah, and he's going back, back to back. Iraq to watch Burt Bacharach. Back to Iraq, blasting Burt Bacharach to get the terrorists out of the the, mm. the big building. And I said, Billy Baldwin's back with Burt Bacharach blasting, and everyone would be like, Oh God, not Billy again. Yeah, but that that movie didn't didn't do very well. I think that was called uh, Billy's Blast in Iraq, Part Two. Yeah, it was like an Ernest Goes to Camp sort of thing. Yeah, but yeah. to set it it's against Rambo the backdrop III. of the, the first and second uh, Iraq conflict. Because there are no wars anymore, there's just conflicts. Yes. Um, now, speaking of conflict... Mm. Oh, here we go. You're going to drag me over the coals again. The conflict in the uh, halfway through point of Gilding the Lily, where my father comes home, yes. and I tell him, no, Papa, I won't become uh, uh, a... Um, windmill operator. Yeah. That but, was that was the turning point for me in the book, yeah. and that's where it kind of hit me, because I think we've all had that that uh, happen in our lives. Mm. You know, it's not a windmill operator. Sometimes it's like you know, word processor, word processor, or you got to go work in a cheese factory, yeah. or you got to be Bill, Billy Baldwin's uh, assistant and source some like you know beanbags. Beanbags and bootleg Burt Bacharach uh, tapes. You know, he just BB King. he refuses to buy actual albums from a shop. Yeah, mm. he wants poor quality on cassette tapes because he's he, he's a weird man. I mean, I really regret working. You were his assistant years. for how long? I was his assistant for seven years, oh, on and off. You could have been a priest in the time. Uh, I could have been actually for for two of those years. I, I was Stephen Baldwin's assistant. Yeah. I just kept call I called him Billy by accident one day and he was too embarrassed to uh, correct, correct me you. so he yeah. just went with it and they're fairly interchangeable but guys I mean I don't have to tell you assistants are just what a pain in the arse yeah how I mean, do, you, do you, you treat your assistants okay uh, well I have a little rule it's treat them mean to keep them keen um, so for the first year I won't pay them a single penny no yeah. and you shouldn't um, if if they do something wrong I give them a little clip at the back of the head and if they do something right I give them a kick but then a kiss right um, and do, that's do you kiss where you kicked do you kiss it better I kiss it better yeah, yeah. so I'll give them a kick in the shin and I'll get down my hands and knees I'll give them and it builds up um, builds up great respect and they'll do anything they'll they'll hide bodies they'll drive you to the airport bodies you know, they'll hide yeah. bodies 
I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm talking metaphorically, but also literally. What about the drive to the airport? Is that a metaphor too? Uh, drive to the airport is slang that we use in the clubs. Uh, it's uh, I don't really want to go into it, but it involves you know the kind of gloves uh, artificial insemination vets have. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, a lot of hand soap. Are you uh, delivering calves? Is that what it is? Um, yeah. Uh, okay. Driving to the airport is when you deliver a calf for a farmer oh, when you're drunk. Very good. But, artificial uh, insemination vets. Vets who have been birthed through the means of artificial insemination. Tell, actually, since we chatted last, Ed, yes. um, we've turned into a different bloody country, haven't we? We have mm. again. Yeah. I mean, and is it a coincidence that these things are happening on your watch, yes. I would say yes. Well, yes, you know, yeah. abortion. Uh, we had abortion came in. You were mad g- against marriage until recently. Well, thing, no, I think I, I think I was um, sort of testing the uh, testing the electors. You've seen what everyone liked. No, yeah. well, no, that's a very cynical way to look at it, Giles. Um, I no, think. no, you're like someone who's like, oh, don't put on ab at the party, and then someone puts it on, and then you're like, hey, conga line. Well, I'm using yeah. reverse psychology. Uh, I, I, I frequently will say, don't put on ab at the party. Uh, where I know right well that's the first name that comes up on your sort of uh, iPod. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so Just I'll say, no, a- no, don't, don't put on ABBA, don't put on ABBA. I know rightly they're going to say, God, I'd love to put on ABBA. Yeah. It was the same with abortion. I was like, don't put on abortion. Yeah. And then... Because one, one of your speeches, I have... I just I, just because I didn't want to misquote you. Oh, here we go. It's like, bloody, here. this is your life. One of the first speeches you said, and I quote, Yeah. Uh, you said, you guys don't want abortion. Trust me, you don't want it. Other countries have it, and they're terrible. You don't yeah. want it. It's not for you. I'm telling you. I said the same thing about chicken wings in 2003. Yeah. I said, listen, Dublin, you don't want chicken wings with Frank sauce and a bit of celery yeah. inside. You don't. You just don't want it. Other places want it. I've been to New York, and then within. And now you got this bum bag with these chicken wings in the. Well, I'd like to keep yeah. them around, yeah. and I've and I've, I've lined the bum bag with tinfoil to keep them hot. There's so many chicken wings in Dublin. People are writing in the streets. Yeah. Over which is the best chicken, chicken wings. wings? Exactly. And uh, I like, I, does Ireland have the best rioters or the best writers? Because at the moment, well, a good writer should be a good writer, in my opinion, Giles. Yeah. A good writer should uh, turn the tables, uh, should uh, make people question their own beliefs and yeah. reality. Um, and you're you're a big reader, so you've got a Tom Clancy book with you there. Oh, I'm a big Clancy man. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, uh, as well as Clancy, I'm a big Grisham. Um, I like books that you can buy in a charity shop. So I like uh, Grisham, Binchy, um, Ahern, McCourt, Keys, Ahern, both types, Keys. Um, so they're my five. They're, the greats, they're my yeah. five big Irish yeah. authors that you can pretty much find in every charity shop. You can probably find about three copies of each of their books in every charity shop in Ireland. They're the kind of James Joyce's of this generation. because yeah, I love like, Frank McCourt. I mean, oh, the way he paints a picture of the poor. Popper uh, is perplexing to somebody from my predicament, which is that of uh, immense wealth. Mm. Mm. Um, I like the idea immense. of like, yeah. like I mean, if I if I was saying to my brother, it's like it's bloody freezing here. Will we burn the wall? <laughs> I mean, he would look at me if I have ten bloody heads. Mm. Um, the idea that you know you're in a you're, you're, so no, no. you're so poor, you're so poor, you're going to pull a bloody wall down, put it in the fire. First of all, my walls are solid concrete. Yeah, that doesn't burn that. Well. Doesn't burn. Yeah, I mean, no matter how much, how um, many barbecue fire, fire lighters you yeah, throw on. Yeah, yeah. So uh, there was all this good stuff, like the kitchen would flood or the living room would flood during the rain. I thought that was brilliant. Yeah, and then they go up to Italy. Is what yeah, they, they called, called the they called upstairs Italy. Which but it wasn't is, a Limerick. 
It was yeah, it was still a limerick. Really, yeah, the, 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 a really bad part. Yeah, but it was like, slightly elevated. It was like ten feet higher than most of the limerick. Yeah. But like we used to actually go to Italy. Um so that's why I was like we used to make jokes we'd be on holidays in Italy and we're like <laughs> it's like uh we're we're the Frank McCourt family upstairs. And uh, we'd all have a good laugh. But this is what you you were going to school in Dublin during the day, and then in the evening you go. Yeah, to I was Italy. in I was in school at Emma Kerwin actually. Yeah, I was in you, trainers at the same time. You go to. You, so he's got a new he's got a new movie out, uh, and like I'm a little bit mad with him old, to be honest. What's it, old school. Really? He's what done a remake of old school. Dublin, not Dublin old not school. old school. The Will Ferrell movie. It's like a Dublin oh. a Dublin version. Oh, I, I thought um, it was a remake of old school yeah. set in Dublin. No, we're going to do a series yeah. of them. Talking You're my boy, Blue. We're going streaking through the through the Grad Mass area. Yeah. What was Trinity like? You were there when, when I was Emma there. Emma, me and Kerwo, um were. I mean, that's what I was going to get to. We're, I'm a little bit annoyed, to be honest, with Emma Kerwin. He has taken some of my legendary stories about being on drugs and taking yips and pills, and uh, listening to. I remember, I was the first person to introduce mm. him to Arcade Fire. I remember. Yeah. Um, I remember giving him Daft Punk. This is when he was going through a pure rock stage. And I was like, have you tried these guys? Daft Punk. And he was like, blips and blops. I'm not interested yeah. in that at all. Listen to Wings. And a year later, rock. he's gone around with a Daft Punk t-shirt saying yeah. how great Daft Punk are. And I was I was a punk who introduced that Daft Punk to Daft Punk. Mm-hmm. Um, you're so, not really a punk though, are you? Well, you know, I've got... I mean, you're I've, punk in the... You know, punk I'm a political rocker. punk. Uh, yeah, I, think, I think it's in, fair to say. No, you're a bit of a Tory boy. In that you're aggressive, uh, not sexual. As in, sometimes after a speech, I'll spit on the audience. Yeah, um, I sometimes think I won't, like you won't place. say all the words before I in the speech. before I do a speech. I'll watch uh, some videos of Gigi Allen, uh, who was a, a very disgusting man who would you know defecate into his hand and throw it like a bloody monkey at the zoo. Uh, and I definitely watch that to get into that punk aesthetic, you know, before a good speech. Uh, tell me, Tisha, have you ever watched the video of Gigi Allen's funeral? I have not. It's pretty grim, as you would imagine. Uh, he is green because. It, it, the story of Gigi Allen's death. He got so angry. He was, well, he was angry from... He started to hulk out, but then he had a heart attack. Yeah. Because ter- of the strain tragedy. of hulking well, out. Well, look, he was shooting up heroin while hulking out. Oh, wow. He was on the run from Never the police. He did a gig, and then he ran away from the police. He ran up to his friend's house. He was a busy man. He thought quick. In his final days. <laughs> he shot up some heroin while he was hulking out. Then he died. Then a few days later, they had an open casket at his funeral. The video of it is on YouTube. If you ever just want to despair about humanity, check out Gigi Allen's funeral uh, yeah, on what, uh, on YouTube. What have El, uh, yeah, Elton John sang that wonderful song, um, <laughs> "Bin on Fire." Yeah, it seems to me you lived your life like a big bin on fire. Yeah, creating a big stink, but warmth for the punks. We'll put a link up to that YouTube uh, video. Yeah, <laughs> the show notes. So yeah, I mean, uh, thank Old you very school. much for. Um, your gratitude, obviously, for the referendum. Uh, no, we're it's not. Palt- uh, well, I can feel it. Well, I mean, um, I think it was really uh, your. It was what the people wanted. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, like, I mean, obviously, there was definitely a couple of lassies uh, helped out with it towards the end. Yeah, uh, towards the end. What What do you think? What do you think uh, did it in the end? Did you, what do you think pushed it over the line? Was it Was it jumpers? I uh, probably was the moment facts? the moment what where I said, uh, "Come on, guys, this needs to happen. Let's bloody pull our socks up." Um. And with that momentum, um, like a bloody a snowball falling falling down, it just gathered more and more people. Suddenly there was, um, you know, people like Tara Flynn was like, hey, that's a great idea, Taoiseach. I think I might actually join you on that. She came, she came around to she it. She came mm. to me. She was on the fence. 
she was she actually on the other side of the fence. Uh, mm. I was. I, I, I was, don't. I don't think that's true, Tishuk. Well, I think uh, you're rewriting history here slightly. So you look like the good guy. Uh, well, I don't think so, Giles. I'm just trying to give an accurate. Uh, portrayal of what went on on the inside, you know. Well, from your perspective, yeah. Uh, I, like I'd people built inside your party said you definitely didn't want this. No, nah, I mean, I'm just, I was just, I was like Clint Eastwood in um, for a few dollars more. I was just playing two gangs against each other, you know. Uh, but I built a lovely little, um, a little, lovely little bandwagon with my own two, two soft hands, and uh, you know, fair play. I was, I, I had a bit of room, so I was like, come on, Tara, Tara, and the girls, <laughs> jump, jump up. This is room for everybody here. Well, I heard you were so against it that you built a paper mache baby and you filled the head with uh, uh, tinned tomatoes and you brought it in and you smashed it on the ground and pointed and said, what's wrong with that? Is that uh, true? Well, I mean... Or is that fake news? First of all, it wasn't uh, tomatoes, it was sweets and I had it on a string. I was doing a sort of a piñata Oh right! Thing. Um, it was someone's birthday, and you were doing a Mexican. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was. Uh, listen, I'll admit it. It was an ill-thought-out prank. And then that got taken by the liberal media and twisted into the story yeah. that you sacrificing a baby, sacrificing some sort of paper mache baby. I mean, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, look, I just want to be liked. Okay. What are you going to do next to be liked? Ooh, I'm thinking. Uh, I'm thinking six counties weed. In whatever order they arrive. Huh? Wait, hang on. I'm gonna <laughs> six get, counties full of weed. I'm going to get six counties back. I'm going to bring... What are you going to do? I'm going to make smoking weed actually mandatory. Because <laughs> some people need to chill the F out. I agree. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for saying F, even though you've been swearing a lot. Or have you? I don't know. I can't remember. He's been, he's been a good boy. Most of this. Thanks very much. So, that's, so uh, six counties, you want to legalise weed. Uh, declare war on anyone? Clear conflict just, on anyone. Uh, mediocrity, you know, that's my only war. Is just about media my, mediocrity. No mediocrity. I'm just declaring war on mean. being boring. Uh, I think leaders should be cool. I think they should have skateboards. Um, I th- think we should all hang out and exchange socks and DVDs of our favorite films. Socks, huh? Like socky. Like socky. Yeah. Um, I actually. Um, my next mission is to get Saki on the two euro note. I think he is a wonderful childlike image that we can all rally behind. This was a man made out, literally made out of socks. He was found. He was a, a bin full of socks on the den. Um, they've been there for so long that they formed into a, a childlike monster with the with the brain of a little boy, almost like um, your man in uh, Mice and Men. What's his name? Lemmy. Lenny. Lemmy. Uh, Lemmy, yeah. Yeah, the bass guitarist a, in my famous. Uh, he wrote that song about cards. Yeah. Um, gin, gin Rummy, I think it was called. So, yeah, let's put Saki in the bloody two euro note. What are we at? Yeah, because, I mean, he had every disadvantage. Mm. Uh, you never. Be, being born of socks. Expected from him. He never let on that he wasn't happy. Yeah. No. And he, he I, never let it get I, down. I, you know, I spoke to some of the guys. Ray Darcy said that the stench of that sock monster, um, it was like. Yeah. A teenager's dressing bag for football. You know, those football bags that have full of gear, I suppose, yeah, is it? Yeah. yeah. It's got that sort of stinky, but, yeah. stale sweat. Preteen sweat. Yeah, yeah. Is that why Darcy is the way he is now? Mm. Well, it's little known that the socks were actually Darcy socks. They weren't oh. Zig and Zags. Zig and Zag don't have feet. Uh, the socks that Saki. Uh, I'm sorry, they do. They just don't wear socks. That's true. Yeah, they've got fur. Darcy, uh, who was a young man at the time, you know, sexual appetite was uh, ravenous. He was an insatiable yeah, voracious, young young yeah. man, voracious. 
Um, and uh, when you're working, when you're working on a TV show around the clock, you don't have too mm. much time mm. to relieve yourself. Uh, and, and unfortunately, just, you, whatever is to have a sock, you know, whatever yeah. you do, these socks were thrown into a bin and um, just left for dead. I think it was there was a sort of a, a blast of radiation from Sellafield caused uh, Ray Darcy's DNA mm. to merge with uh, that of the bacteria in the socks, uh, forming Socky, uh, which is why he's so simple. So Ray Darcy's going to sock his dad? Yeah. But uh, I don't know. Is, is is dad the right word? I mean, if you clone something, is that a... F- like, I mean, the, the dolly, the sheep. Uh, first of all, let's actually talk about how stupid it was of an idea to clone... Um, a sheep. Yeah, there's loads in like Scotland, especially. It's yeah. like, what have you? Oh, yeah. Like this, it's, it's like it's like cloning why, an why alcoholic. Yeah, it's why like cloning someone who loves cider. In, why, yeah. in Scotland or uh, in Wales, it'd be like cloning another victim. Am I right? <laughs> victim. Um, <laughs> why they should have? Yeah, exactly, Joe. They should have cloned something rare in Scotland, like a, a sober Dundee man. A <laughs> uh, little Ooh. shot across the boat of Scotland there, or uh, Celtic brothers. Um, so yeah, I mean, how do how do we even know if they, if that was the same sheep? I mean, a lot of Scottish scientists come yeah. out and goes, "Yeah, look at this, look how similar this sheep is to this other sheep." Gladiators, are you ready? <laughs> Cloners, ready! <laughs> uh, Activate cloning machine. <laughs> so yeah, that's so they should have cloned something uh, that would have been. You would have went, "Oh, that's a clone." Like if they cloned you, Leo, because mm. you don't have a twin brother. That well, I'm actually the third. Um, I'm, I'm in my house. You're a third. Uh, there is a room with no markings, um, and if you walk in, there is these fairly uh, large cylindrical glass tubes filled with water with previous uh, Leo Vrakers. Leo oh. Vrakers that haven't okay. really worked. It's like that movie uh, Aliens. I haven't seen it. Um, but yeah, sort of. I I, I remember as a young boy uh, playing around my house. I had like um, one of those. It was like a stick with a ball on it, and there was a oh, rope yeah. tied to the stick. Yeah, I used yeah. to um, ball stick. I used to beat the gardener with it, and I wandered into this room, and on the table was like a, a, a grotesque uh, version of myself with uh, elongated limbs and uh, trouble breathing, and he was just going, "Here, kill me, man, kill me." And I bloody put him out of his misery with the flamethrower. Oh my goodness! He had a flamethrower as well. Um, well, there was one there handy enough. Because your dad, mm. Professor Fracker, uh, he yes. was he was always doing experiments in that house mm. on the hill. He was always tricking around with stuff. Yeah. Mm. Um, Did he build the house on the hill so he could get the lightning bolts to hit down? Was that that was a happy accident actually? Um, because we used to live in a semi-detached gaff in uh, in Donnybrook and. To be honest, the uh, the lightning was was just as good there. Okay. He it, obviously a lot smaller. Um, yeah. He used to put mouse's ears on the backs of humans. Yeah. But he he was he was clever because when he was buying the house, uh, uh, and he was saying, "Oh, the the roof uh, on the top floor slides back, mm-hmm. and there's, there's danger of lightning." And he was like, "Oh, well, I'll, I'll have to I'll, I'll have to low." Like, don't throw low, me into the briar patch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah got a low ball. This, I mean, that, that's that's terrible. Yeah. But secretly, he was like, "This is this perfect. Brilliant. This, this is exactly perfect. What I want. Yeah. I, won't, and I, had a I won't have to build this." Now. Yeah. One of my first and jobs. Your actually. house in the, the semi-detached that didn't have a moat to keep the BC create in. Um, there was a half a moat around, um, just sort of the 
a section of the garden you just yeah. walk around it yeah half a moat is, is half a moat is, no is as good as no moat no. at all Giles. <laughs> this is the first thing we've agreed on all day nobody goes behind the house they just assume the moat goes all the yeah. way around and then it goes uh, yeah. but I remember like he used to do these experiments he had um, he had human ears in the backs of mice he had mice's ears in the backs of humans he had dog's nose on the foreheads of badgers uh, one of my first jobs is actually cleaning out the wax out of the ears on the backs of the mice. Oh. These get clogged up with wax and make little candles and give them oh. out as presents at Christmas. And that was your, that began your fascination with wax. That was from, probably from where age. it came from, actually. Yeah, yeah God, yeah. we've come full circle, really, haven't we? God, we have. That's like a therapy session. It is a bit, yeah. Almost. Yeah. Uh, so, Leo, yes. weed, weed is Please, please call me your majesty Taoiseach. Hey, look, when the... When Paddy, the Are you guy, me? the little bit of weed, he, he, yeah. he meant for you to take a little bit of weed from that. You put all of that into one. Yeah. Well, you I'm not going to smoke at all now. I you want actually haven't used tobacco at all. You've just, it's just a long, it's a bit of a blunt. Yeah. Weed. yeah. Sorry, for, excuse me for being so blunt, but I'm going to steal all of your weed. <laughs> well, uh, as uh, if you legalize it, I, I, I won't mind. Um, now I'm going to the cinema uh, later on. What, what are you going to see? Uh, what's on actually? Scario Two's Dublin Old School. Double you, you to go, it would make me so bloody mad. It's like watching your own diary entries up on the bloody screen. Your own home movies. Yeah. Well, have you seen this clip? Because there's a character in it that seems to be somewhat yeah. based on you. Really? Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. play it now. <laughs> Do you like the disco? I bloody love it, man. I'm having fun. Have you any buzz? I've buzz coming out me bloody eye. Give us a line of buzz. Actually, let's let's arrange the line in a circle so we're doing drugs infinity. Oh wow, this will be like a Lady in the Tramp drug doing. We're yeah. Okay. Actually, yeah, that's a great. That's a better idea. Let's 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 chalk out the crank yeah. in a line. I'll roll up my fifty. You'll you'll roll up your my fifty. Fiver. Your fiver, and we'll snort it and we'll meet in the middle, Lady okay. in the Tramp style. Okay, cool. Can I hang on before we start? Can I borrow a fiver? Oh, no problem at all. Because I've only got a euro. Oh, okay, all right. See you in the middle. Okay. Whoa, what a clip. Um, that is insane. What a, this, That's yeah. literally, that literally happened. Yeah. That's incredible. That, was my that happened to you. Word for word. Emma Kerwin, you're going to hear from my bloody solicitors. Uh, and the name of that character in the credits is credited as uh, Liam O'Radker. Yeah. I mean, I mean the similarities. At least rad, rad means cool. Rad yeah. means cool. Yeah. Well, that was my nickname. As but well, Kerr means dog. Riker. You're a cool dog. I'm a cool doggy. Cool dog. I'm a mother coolock. Uh, so you wouldn't recommend that movie? What are you going to go see? The new, the new uh, dinosaur film, Dinosaur Island Five. Oh, President Fallen, Rex. Fallen Kingdom. President Rex. It's about a dinosaur that becomes the president. I think if you're going to watch a film about dinosaurs, you watch uh, the one of Whoopi Goldberg. Where she's Hero Rex. Oh, a guard hanging out with a dinosaur. Uh, what about the land the time forgot, or is that the old Ireland? Is that 1950s <laughs> Ireland? Is that the land the time That's forgot? That's De Valera's dream. In the grave. Is yeah. De Valera the biggest Tyrannosaurus Rex of them all? He was, but he had little arms. And are you uh, the, the Scottish man with the cane? Uh, John John Hammond. John Hammond going. I'm going to clone. We spared no expense, boys. That's what we used to say. Like on a Good Friday night, you get all tooled up. You go down to uh, you get down to your mate. You'd uh, get a bag of weed, bag of Billy Whiz, bag of chunk, uh, bag of spaz, a um, couple of dib dabs, um, a roll or two of the L L S D, 
and uh, uh, you know the lads would say Jesus man you've got enough stuff and I'd say I've spared no expense lads <laughs> <laughs> you'd buy all those drugs just to do that one how, how do you have a bag of Latter Day Saints <laughs> what a bag of Latter Day Saints oh LSD um, well to be honest like if you've ever uh, if you've ever been off your absolute kyown uh, and look up um, the the religious teachings of the Mormons. It's it's fucking mind blown. It's better than any drug. But uh, at the same time, I was on a lot of drugs at the time, yes, so it's yeah, hard to yeah, tell. You keep mentioning mm. it. So, mm. Yeah, you can't. See, you don't seem to do much without having a big pile of ecstasy or speed. Or look, I just think it's important to uh, connect to the young people of Ireland. And you know, to be honest, there's no crack in the doll. You get into the doll bar, and you're like, uh, "Come here, does anyone want to go to the Jacks?" Wink, wink. <laughs> and the lads are like, "No, you're grand." And it's just like well, uh, they might be confused as to what you're winking about. How do you mean? Well, we're going to leave it there. Uh, thank you very much, uh, Tishok. Well, Tishok, for you, could you endorse my book? Oh um, yeah, Jones, Gilding Jones the Lily. It's a, it's a no, pastoral no, 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 no. memoir. If I just get a quote yeah. from you, yeah, sure. Uh, this lad I was chatting to once wrote a book. Um, he's asked me for a quote, so here it is. <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, that's uh, that's lovely. I, you can't even just take part of that, a little bit of that, because there's no, it's good. or Just say five stars. Five, I don't want to put them on Five scars for all the emotional trauma I have bloody doing this bloody interview. Okay, yeah. I'll take it. Five scars, dot, 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 emotional trauma, dot, dot, dot. Yeah, yeah Radker. Um, uh, Leo, if I can call you Leo. Yeah. <laughs> good. Uh, I hope you enjoy uh, your blunt. Uh, Giles, uh, thanks for coming out. Yeah, no uh, problem. L- love the book. Cheers. Uh, it's de- it's one of for me. It was one of the books that I have read in my lifetime. Oh, that means so much. Hey, I mean it. The fact that I had to sit here while you read it and whack yeah. you with a ruler every time you got distracted um, just made me enjoy watching you read it all the more. So thank well, you. Yeah. Are you heading down to the Vodafone Comedy Festival? So uh, I I will be the Vodafone Comedy Festival, which. Uh, which runs from the uh, 27th to the 29th. No, it's the 26th to the 29th of Christ July me. in the Ivy Gardens. Yeah. So young lad I want to check out, um, Kevin McGahern, his name. He used to be on Republic Telly. Yes. Um, not doing know, that much lately, Kevin. but still very funny. I hear he's got he's in this great new musical in September. Oh, really? Yeah, I've got to fucking check that out. What's it called? It's called Trial of the Centuries. Trial of the Centuries. Yeah, and, and very where's, good. Where's that on? Uh, that's in Project Arts. Definitely uh, going to check that out. Dublin Fringe Festival. I'm going to check him out at the uh, Vodafone Comedy Festival in the Ivy Gardens. And uh, I think he's heading out to All Together now, the week after. No, it's but cool. I am on in the Ivy Gardens as well on the 28th, uh, Saturday the 20th of July with the Dream Gun Film Reads. Oh, they're very good. Uh, people, which I am a part of their troupe. And the 29th Sunday, I am emceeing a gig uh, headlined by Foil, Arms and Hog. Which also is which, I know, and I'll only reveal it on the day. <laughs> so get your tickets online, and also there's some other AIM festival. Um, all together now. All it's together going to be now. the new picnic, guys. If you enjoyed Electric Picnic in 2003, you're going to love All Together Now. Uh, hopefully a picnic like the music festival, Electric Picnic. Not like a picnic where you just have a lot of wasps trying to eat your jam. Yeah. Well, though, if you invite the wasps... Then... What did you expect? Yeah. Then they can't call the cops. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so uh, thanks very much, uh, Tishuk. Thank you, Giles. Thanks uh, for the weed. Cheers. Uh, you're welcome. I hope you enjoyed. Uh, thanks, thanks, Kima Gargle, for uh, editing. 
and not being here. Thanks to Paddy. Thanks to uh, Alan. Uh, thanks to Soko, did the theme tune. Thank your parents, Ed. It would mean the world to them. Thank you, Anne and Jerry. Uh, and, uh, Anne and Barry. And Anne and Barry, them for as well. For teaching us all about Irish. And uh, uh, making smelly books. Because they did have a weird smell, didn't mm. they? Mm. We'll review the smell of Anne and Barry books some other time. But for now, that's all from us. See you later. Bye. Energy sources we like renewable. Some teeth are hard and others are chewable. Bank accounts say interest renewable. renewable. Everything that they think is renewable. Reviewable. 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 They're recording the podcast inside the building. This has been a production of the Headstuff Podcast Network.